What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And guys, I'm pumped because I love I love bringing on guests that I don't personally know because I'm as inquisitive as you are as the listener into this man's life. And you're going to be blown away because Malcolm Lawson, let, let me just quickly, he, he was a, a former communication consultant at the White House. He served our nation in the Air Force. And, and then out of nowhere, now he's, he's a YouTube coach. He, he is a real estate agent and broker. He has uh, what I've learned, a bajillion different YouTube channels that are all successful. And, and, and then he decided he wanted to start blogging as well. And so, guys, th- this is going to be incredible. Malcolm, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, man. I'm excited to talk about social media and video and YouTube and blogging and all that stuff. So, dude, tell me, like, how how does one go from what what is looked at as like incredibly prestigious? You 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 served as a as a communication consultant at the White House. You you served in in the armed forces. Thank you so much for for your service. Yeah, thank you. And now you're a video expert. Like, how how does how does one transition in in that way? Right. Yeah, that, that was a tricky transition uh, and that kind of a tough one to make, honestly, as a bit of a leap of faith there. Uh, but yeah, I, I did 11 years in the Air Force and the last four years in the Air Force, I spent working at the White House and I got a, a medical discharge after that assignment. I had some back issues, so I got out of the Air Force. Um, and while I was in the Air Force back in about 2014, 2015, I started making YouTube videos back then, really just for fun as kind of a side hobby. I started making things about like outdoor and like emergency preparedness and stuff. And that's really where I got my feet wet with YouTube. And I started just uploading videos and it's kind of a side hustle of mine, a little passion project. And I was bringing in some income from that as well. And that's my channel called Survival Know How. And so 2016 is when I got my real estate license. I was still in the military at the time. Um, I got out of the military in 2017. That's really when I started my full-time career um, as a real estate agent. And I knew, like, I had this passion for, you know, videos and YouTube. And I was like, God, how can I leverage this for real estate? I got to figure out how to merge those two things. Yeah. And in 2016, 2017, there really weren't many real estate agents on YouTube at all. So there really was no formula to follow or anybody to copy. Everybody back then was just preaching Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. You know, everybody is saying, put all your attention on Facebook. And I was like, there's got to be some way for me to use YouTube to generate some business and kind of help me grow my my business. And so I just started kind of uploading videos and doing a lot of experimentation in 2016, 2017. And uh, right around 
a few months after I went full-time as a real estate agent. So um, I think it was like December 2017 or so. I uploaded one video called um, 10 Things to Know Before Moving to Maryland. And on, I uploaded that to Facebook natively and on YouTube natively. And on Facebook, that video blew up. It got like 700,000 views wow. in two weeks. Like it, it went viral within like Maryland. And then on, on YouTube, that video also did very well and started ranking on the very first page of Google for moving to Maryland. Wow. And once I kind of struck that, I was like, yes, this is it. This is how I'm going to generate leads. Um, and I actually did generate qu quite a few leads from that. And that kind of like gave me that confidence, like I'm on to something. And I started just kind of doubling down on YouTube at that time, um, making more local content about moving to my area and living in my area. And uh, yeah, now, you know, a couple years later, YouTube's my only source of lead generation. I just make YouTube videos. And what's great about it is that the videos that I made, like that video I made in 2017, yeah. that's generating me leads years, wow. years later. It's still ranking on the first page of Google. It's still ranking in YouTube search, which is the second largest search engine in the world. And at this point, like I don't even really have to make any more YouTube videos. All the work I've put in the last couple of years are just generating me leads. Um, you know, I, I mean, I get a couple of leads every week from, from my YouTube videos and wow. that's, that's kind of, that's kind of it. And I still have that outdoor channel. I just passed 106,000 subscribers on that one as well. Come on. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, so I'm going to bring in about $6,000 this month just from that outdoor channel. Wow. So kind of my side hustle and something, I mean, my little passion project there. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, I, I just, I just focus on YouTube and it's, it's working out for me. So, so let's go back to, to when you started, did you like, because you know, I, I'm a big mindset guy. That's the whole point of this podcast is to really dig deep beyond just the tangible tips to man. How did you persevere through? Is this going to work? You know, is anybody going to pay attention? So did you, when you started, like, was there a fear of video that existed for you? that you had to kind of overcome this, am I a big enough personality? Am I good looking enough? Like what, what did, what, what did that look like as you kind of battled through the, the early stages of this? Yeah, absolutely. So that, that is a fear that a lot of people have about video. Um, a lot of people get anxiety about getting potentially hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of views, people watching you and judging you. And, and the truth is that, you know, the, it is a bit of a toxic community online. I do get a lot yeah. of negative comments all the time. You know, back when I was in the military making YouTube videos, you know, I've got kind of a big head. I'm losing my hair. And I, I used to have a big head as I had a shave. And I used to get all kinds of negative comments on my videos. You know, who is this goober? What, look at this doofus and stuff like that. And um, it, it just you just have to kind of brush it off your shoulder. And, and you know, you, you just have to understand that, you are going to probably get some negative comments on your videos on YouTube. You know, when you, what, what, what I tell people who have that kind of anxiety is I tell them to focus on Facebook first, upload okay. videos on Facebook. And the reason why is because that's going to get viewed by your friends and your family and people who like page. It's not going to be complete strangers. You know, it, it's going to be a very positive community and kind of focus on that to get over that anxiety, get comfortable with video. And then you can move over to YouTube where it's going to be a lot of strangers and you are going to get some, you know, some a-holes on there making some negative yeah. comments. 
Um, it, it, I don't get a whole lot of negative comments, honestly, but you know, you get a room full of a hundred people. One of them is going to say something negative. Sure. It's, uh, comes with the territory. Um, and that is kind of something you need to get over to get more comfortable on video. Like it, it's, it's a skill. Being comfortable on video is a skill. And if you're starting off at ground zero, like you need to get some experience and work up your skill to get more comfortable, sound more natural on video. And do you, I mean, do you think it's as, it's as easy as just the more you do it, it just naturally begins to kind of take form? Yeah, 100%. Um, if you look at anybody, anybody's YouTube video or YouTube channel, they're first video is not as good as your 10th video. And that video is not yeah. as good as the 50th video and not yeah. as good as your 100th video. Like you can go back to anybody's channel and you can literally see them getting better and better and better and better over the months and years of them uploading videos. And it, it's gonna be their editing and how they present the information, their storytelling ability and how comfortable they feel on, on a video. And like go back to anybody's channel, you can see that progression in their channel. So yes, you just have to start and, and just start uploading something so you're at least in the game and yeah. you're gonna work on that skill and your videos absolutely are gonna get better as you upload more videos. Now I've, I've I always love one, I wonder this cause I'm not personally cool enough to have haters, you know? So I haven't, I haven't arrived to that level of, of having those people in my life. You know, everybody just loves me still. And so how do you deal with when you get those negative comments do you delete them? Do you respond with kindness to kind of just dig, dig at them in the opposite way? Like, do you just ignore it altogether? H how do you go about the, dealing with the negative people? Most of the time, I just ignore them. I, okay. I don't really do anything. Um, sometimes, if I'm feeling a little, you know, witty or something, I may get a little snarky on there. <laughs> um, most of the time, I don't. I just say completely ignore them. A lot of times, my community will come to my defense. And yeah, my I like that onto those negative comments. The only time that I ever really delete them is if they are like really toxic and hateful and they're building a toxic, you know, comment section. I, I want to keep, I want to moderate that comment section, make it like inclusive. Everybody feels comfortable commenting on there. And if you get anything really toxic, you can block them yeah. from your channel and delete those comments. I do kind of keep an eye on it, but you know, if, if somebody has, uh, an alternative perspective, you know, I, I want my community to know that, you know, if it's legitimate, if it's a legitimate criticism or they have some other information. Um, so as long as it's not super toxic, you know, I, I'll leave the comment. And most of the okay. time. Just, uh, so how do you talk to people about, cause we were talking before we hit record and in my research of you, I'd only found three of your YouTube channels and you were like, no nah, man, I've got like 10. And so how do you, you know, because you also, you're a YouTube coach and you have, I think you have multiple courses walking people through how to do different aspects of YouTube. And so how do you teach them to kind of diversify? Do, do you encourage that? Like take the passions that you have and kind of create some, some, some unique channels around it. Do you, should they do, you know, multiple passions inside of one channel? How, how do you kind of pick and choose what that looks like for YouTube? Yeah, so for the most part, um, I'll, I'll tell you that having multiple channels is a bit of a mistake on YouTube. Okay. Why is you can't grow, it, it's so much harder to grow multiple channels at the same time. 
And it's a mistake that I know that I'm making, and I shouldn't be making that mistake. <laughs> you know, if, if I spent all the time I put on all my different channels, if I only put that into one channel, I, I would have a huge, huge channel. I could probably be a full-time YouTuber at this point. And me kind of dividing my time and trying to really understand multiple niches and those audiences, it, it is a bit of a, a mistake that I'm making. But it's just kind of how my brain works. I'm very sure. I'm all over the place. i got a million hobbies. But I'll tell you that your channel should be about one audience. And that's where a lot of people get kind of mixed up. Um, a lot of people think that your YouTube channel should be about a topic. So maybe, well, my channel is about real estate, so it's okay for me to upload content for the consumer, but also upload things about how to give a listing presentation, content for real estate agents, thinking that it's both about the same topic, but those are two separate audiences. And that's really kind of a okay. key in there. So if your goal is to you know generate leads and you want to upload content about your local community, well, that's one audience. If you want to upload some educational content for real estate agents, that's a separate audience. And if you have, you know, I do a lot of camping and outdoor videos, that's a separate audience as well. And if you, let's say I put all that stuff on one channel. So I upload a video about moving to my area and then a video about how to give a listing presentation and then a video about my top camping tips. If somebody were to come to that channel, they would look at that and be like, I'm not going to subscribe to this. I'm not interested in camping tips and listing sure. presentations. And it's going to prevent people from subscribing to your channel. And something is interesting with YouTube is that, you know, if somebody watches one of your videos or a few of your videos, YouTube is then going to suggest more of your videos to that person. So if they're watching your video about moving to your area, then YouTube starts suggesting their videos about camping and listing presentations. They're not going to watch those. So you're missing out on a lot of those views as well. So you really want to get pretty specific about your audience for your YouTube channel. You don't want to get too specific. You could you can make that too small of an audience. So you have to kind of find that good space of how big of an audience are you going after. But each YouTube channel should be a completely separate audience. So when when it comes to audience, are there are there three or five like questions that you always coach your people? That these are the questions you start with asking yourself to begin to narrow down and identify that audience or is it unique and different for everybody? Um, yeah, it, I don't quite look at it that way of questions to ask, but just, you know, I figure out who is my target audience for a channel and what is the value proposition that I'm going to provide to that audience. And, and for your, your, your audience here, they're probably really interested in like, how do you generate leads from YouTube? And what I tell them is figure out how big of an audience you want. Like, do you want to go after an audience of everybody in your state? You know, if that's the case, you know, you're a statewide audience and you're going to make content about your state. But let's say you only want people who are going to your specific city. Well, okay, my target audience is people who want to move to my city or people who live in my city. You know, or my main real estate YouTube channel I've expanded my target audience to be nationwide. So I want to make consumer infor, uh, informational videos for anybody in America who could benefit from that or North America, really. Um, and that's kind of what how big my audience is for that channel. And I figure out what is the value that I want to provide to that audience. And so for my, my main real estate channel right now, it's you know providing um, financial and real estate advice to, to to the average Joe. Um, and so that's kind of how I look at that. 
on my outdoor channel, it's an international audience. I get views yeah. from all around the world, um, and I want to teach people, you know, wilderness and urban urban survival. That's the value proposition of that audience. So how do you help? Like people are listening to this. You know, I, I attract a lot of, of, of new agents, new lenders that maybe aren't new to the industry, but they're, they're new to social media and really paying attention to it. And so if, if somebody's listening and they're like, man, Malcolm's awesome. And, and they're following you on, on all 10 of your channels and they're going to go check out the, you know, the courses that you have to offer. Where do you teach them to kind of jump in and start when it comes to YouTube? Is it, is it content? Is it having the right equipment? You know, can it, can it be a multitude of, of starting points? What, what does that look like? Yeah, so like a lot of people will say that, you know, oh, I don't have the right camera or the right lights. All of that is malarkey, right? Uh, to quote Joe Biden, um, your cell phone does amazing video quality. It is, it's mind blowing. You know, when I first started in 2014, 2015, I would have to buy, you know, a thousand dollar camera. Um, and I only got like somewhat good quality. The cell yeah. phones today do far better quality than my thousand dollar camera from three, four years ago. It's amazing. Um, so don't make any excuses uh, on that stuff. And I would say just start. And when, what, what I would re recommend to people is don't necessarily focus on lead generation right away. Instead, focus on lead conversion. How can you make videos to use as a tool to increase your lead conversion? And I, I want you to start with these videos because like we already said, your first few videos are not going to be as good as your 10th video. Right. So, you know, after you, and with these lead conversion videos is not quite as important, you know? So make a video about who is Malcolm Lawson, kind of your biography, let people get to know you a little bit more and just have a really simple video that you make on your cell phone. You cut a couple of images in there about how you got into real estate, why you're a real estate agent. And something like this, you know, you could attach to your email signature, you could put it up on your website. Um, and this is going to help people build that relationship with you on a deeper basis. And so that's be one easy video everybody could do. Okay. Another one would be their buyer's consultation, right? Make a simple video going through your buyer's consultation. I, I have one where I literally have my physical, I printed it off and I'm going through line by line, my buyer's consultation, telling people how to, what the home buying process is. And if I get a new lead that's never bought a home before, and let's say they're out of state, I'll email them that video. And it goes from us having an email conversation to now they, they're seeing my face or hearing my voice and providing value to them. And it's going to help me with that lead conversion. I also have videos about how to prepare your home to sell. If I have a listing presentation I'm going to go on, I'll be, hey, great. I'll see you Thursday. By the way, here's a video that kind of helped you get your home ready to sell. And again, it's just building that relationship. It's showing my credibility. So if somebody's just getting started, I would say focus on that. Focus on what types it. of videos can you make to increase your lead conversion, to use as a tool in your lead conversion. Um, and those ones, they don't necessarily have to be really polished and really great videos. Yeah. They can be a little rough around the edges and still be effective. After you get that, after you get a little more comfortable on, on video, then you can start focusing more on the lead generation types of videos. I love that, man. I, I've, I've interviewed tons and tons of people and I, nobody's ever explained lead conversion more than, than lead generation. Yeah, it's brilliant. 
that's how I look at it. Um, because you could also call that like lead nurturing, right? Yeah. Well, right. It, yeah. So I, I want to talk video etiquette because no one's done more videos than you. I mean, you, you look at all your channels and, and so what are, what are some of the, the biggest things that are almost cringeworthy that you'll watch people right. do that you're like, no, like you were so close, but if you just wouldn't have done that, it would have been so much better. Like what yeah. are, what are some of those simple tips to, to just from a video etiquette perspective, kind of level up their game? Yeah. Great. Um, so one is don't ask people to like comment, subscribe. That's like a comment yes. on YouTube. And I hate it so much. Um, so people have way too many call to actions at the very start of their videos. You know, yeah. I'll watch some real estate videos and they're like, Hey guys, make sure you like this video and go down and comment below and don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to share this video. And you, if you know anybody, you know, go over to my website and follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, all of it. It's like a minute long and nothing but call to actions at the very start of their videos. And it's like, Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I hate that. Um, and I, I also hate when people start their video and they're just instantly selling themselves and talking about themselves. Um, so on YouTube, you know, we could go into the algorithm a little bit, but one yeah. of the most important things about the algorithm is how long people watch your video for. And if you start off your video with a bunch of call to actions, a bunch of fluff, you're talking about yourself, I'm the number one agent in the area, people are going to abandon that video while you're doing all that. Okay. And I've seen some videos where people literally, literally will talk about themselves for two minutes in the start of the video. And then they make like a one minute video of actual information and educational information. <laughs> the most of that video is just fluff. Yeah. And you can look at what's known as your audience retention graph on YouTube. And you can see people immediately abandoning that video during that. And there's no way your video is ever going to perform well if you have all this fluff at the front. So what I tell people is um, get to the content as soon as possible. So if your video title is pros and cons of living in wherever, start the video, get to that content as soon as you can, at least in the first 30 seconds of the video. Yeah. If you're going to kind of promote yourself, try to make it about five seconds long. So what, what I'll do is like, um, you know, I may say, you know, hey guys, in this video, I'm gonna talk about the pros and cons of living in Annapolis, Maryland. My name is Malcolm Lawson. I'm a real estate agent living in Maryland.com. And let's just jump right into it. And then I get right into the content. So a really short, quick little call to action. I may have a lower third graphic pop up, but get to that content as soon as you can. That's a huge, huge, huge thing with the YouTube algorithm. But my assumption is also with the Facebook algorithm, I'm sure Facebook looks at, you know, hey, everybody's abandoning this video. Like if everybody abandons your video because you have too many call to actions, I can't imagine yeah. Facebook's gonna keep promoting that video for free. So just get to the content as soon as you can in that video. And, and so what, what do you, what do you get to tell people when, when we talk about, so retention's huge, but then watch time's huge and every platform's different as to how long the average watch time is. And so if, is there a perfect YouTube length as far as video goes, you know, or is there, is there kind of a, this many minutes to this many minutes? Like how do you coach through that? Yeah, I would say shoot for at least five minutes and try to okay. get it up to 15, 10, 10 minutes. 10 minutes is a really nice length on YouTube and what I really shoot for. 
But a big part of that also kind of depends on how how much competition is there. You know, yeah. if you're making a video about a community and there's zero other videos on YouTube about that community, uh, it could be a two minute long video. And if somebody searched for that community on YouTube, you get a really good chance of ranking because uh, you have no competition. But uh, so I, I have a video that ranks number one for selling your house on YouTube. If you wanted to rank number one for selling your house on YouTube, you may have to make like a 15, 20 minute long video and make it entertaining enough that people watch a good per percentage of that video in order to take that number one um, spot because there's so much more competition for it. Um, so if you know if there's any search term that you really want to go after, yeah, try to make it as a, a longer video. Don't be afraid of a 15, 20 minute long video. On my outdoor channel, I had a 25 minute long video that I uploaded last week and it's blowing up. It's up to 110,000 views in less wow. than a week. And it's a 25 minute long video. So don't be afraid of longer form um, content on YouTube. As long as you're keeping people watching that, it is going to, it can do really well on YouTube. Okay, that's good. So I know Malcolm that, I, at least for me, the, the video game can be very lonely even though there's a community around you. And, and so have there been specific people or channels that over your journey of the last six to seven years that have kind of maybe even mentored you from afar? Like they weren't your friend, but you just, you paid attention to what they were teaching. You mimicked yourself after them. Like who have been some of those influences for you? Who would you encourage the, the listeners to go and follow if, if they want to really, you know, ramp up their YouTube other right. than you, obviously. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for, so you mentioned community and like, that is really nice to have that. Like you're right. That making YouTube videos alone in my office every day, it does get very lonely and it's not so much other YouTuber channels, but there's a couple of Facebook groups that have really kind of helped me out. Okay. Um, one is going to be RATV. RATV is a fantastic Facebook group for real estate agents that are focused on video. Okay. That one, um, you know, I, I kind of, I got built a lot of friends on there. made a lot of great connections on there. Um, I've got a YouTube group as well. Real Estate YouTube Mastermind is a Facebook group. I think we're about 4,000 people on there. And we got a couple of people on there that are really like, big hitters who are closing, you know, $20 million in volume this year wow. from leads that they got from their YouTube channels. So that's that having a, a community like that, it really does help encourage you, give you somebody to bounce ideas off of and say, Hey, everybody, look, I got a lead or I got a closing that that really does help out a lot. Um, there's another one called video makers and marketers. And that's Daryl Eve's YouTube channel. Daryl Eve's a big YouTube coach. And that's one that I'm in oftentimes for my outdoor channel. If I, you know, want to just kind of talk about YouTube in general, or I want to give feedback on a video, a thumbnail or a title or something like that, I'll go into that Facebook group. Uh, but for, for me, really like those Facebook groups are super nice just to connect with people, ask people questions, get some uh, feedback and having a community like that. It, it's huge. It, it really does help keep you motivated uh, and inspires you. And I, I've got a friend, uh, Christina Smallhorn. I've been kind of masterminding with her for since 2016, 2017 or so. We both started kind of growing our, our real estate YouTube channels around the same time. Okay. And her channel is up to 80,000 subscribers oh, now. Oh, wow. So she's about, she's going to hit 100,000 on her channel probably in the next few months. And she'll get one of those silver play buttons as well. So awesome. I, I've, 
yeah, she's a great channel to follow as well. If you kind of want to uh, mentor some or watch somebody. And again, she's going after a, a national audience or maybe even an international audience. So she's yeah. going after a much bigger audience than a lot of um, real estate agents uh, may want to go after. So we'll, and we'll link to these in the show notes so that you guys can, can check those different, those different groups out and uh, the influencers out. So Malcolm, t- talk to me about, you know, mindset in general is a big deal just to, to be successful in life. But especially with, so with, with, in my opinion, with content creation, with social media, like what do you do on a regular basis to just keep your mind fresh and, you know, invigorated and, and, and just like, how do you stay in a space that is healthy for content creation? Right. Yeah. That's, that's a really good question too. Um, cause you know, on my, my outdoor channel, right. I, I've had this one for, for years now. And there was a phase where I just got totally burnt out. And if you look at my channel, there's like almost a year period where I barely uploaded any videos. I lost oh, wow. all motivations to that channel. Um, I, I just couldn't, I, I just wasn't inspired anymore. Um, so that, that does happen. It, it does get, you do get burnt out. And if you're feeling like really like not motivated and kind of tired or depressed, you can sense that in somebody's video. You can sense it in their their energy levels, their expression, their voice. Yeah. So, so you really do want to have like a passion for this stuff. Um, and, and really, I would say that those Facebook communities are really helpful. You know, I think that's really what kind of recharges me and gets me motivated. And just connecting with other agents and masterminding with other um, YouTubers and seeing their success stories and kind of picking their brains a little bit, having those communities, I think is really helpful to kind of recharge your, your batteries and kind of get motivated. I'm actually masterminding. Um, after this call, I've got another call with a, uh, a full-time YouTuber. He's got a camping channel, about 90,000 subscribers, and he's bringing in about $200,000 a year from that YouTube oh, channel. Wow. So I'm going to be masterminding with him later on today and just kind of picking his brain uh, about, about you know, how he's monetizing his channel, what he's seeing in that niche. And I think just building those relationships with other YouTubers and, you know, other people really focus on this. That is super, super helpful for me anyway, to stay motivated and stay yeah. inspired. That's good. I love that. Man, I've got one more question. I know you're a busy guy. You got to go. It, it's with content creation. What, what do you do to find the, the content that you should be talking about next? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah. That, that, so, hmm, that is a good question. Yeah. Yes. And, and so th- that, that is, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's almost a million dollar question right there is, is figuring out what you could build me. You could build me after the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so figuring out what videos you want to make or what videos you should make next, that, that is the hard part that it really is. That's where you really have to put your energy into so a big part of YouTube success is the topics that your videos are about. You know, if you were to make a video about escrow accounts and you made it with all the bells and whistles and graphics and animation and you hired a cinematographer and a videographer and you made a video about escrow accounts, that video is never going to do well on YouTube because nobody cares about escrow accounts. That's such right. a boring, boring right. topic, no matter what you do. But if you find a cool topic or idea for a video, like 
10 things to know before moving to Maryland. That is a really cool uh, idea and a very clickable title. And, you know, it, you could have poor production quality, but if the content is really good, that video could do really, really well. And that really is the tricky part, figuring out what are those next videos to make. And for real estate agents, I mean, I'd say, again, go to those Facebook groups and kind of see what's working well for other people. Yeah. Um, for me, though, what I, what I do is I, I, I read a lot of news. I look at a lot of blog posts. I get on Reddit and I kind of see what's new and interesting on there. Um, I do look at other YouTube channels and I just look for ideas for videos. You know, a lot of times I may, I, I try not to copy other people's content, but I may copy an idea for a video like, or a title of a video. If I see somebody having a cool idea, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to make that, but make my own version of that, about that same topic. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right that, you know, what videos you make is very crucial. And if you can figure out a good topic, that's how videos explode. If you look at somebody like Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast is a big YouTuber. He makes a lot of crazy videos. Um, and he, he said that when he was younger and starting off, he used to sit down every day for an hour and force himself just to write in a journal ideas for clickable wow. videos. What would people click on? What kind of crazy things would people click on? Um, so he recently had a video where the title was something like, I bought these homes and sold them for $1 each. Like that's kind of a oh, cool wow. idea yeah. for a video. People would yeah. click on that and watch that because they're so curious about it. Um, and that, that is kind of a big thing and kind of a big challenge and a bit of a skill is figuring out what is the next cool, crazy, clickable video that I can make. Well, and, and what I hear you saying, which I think is the most brilliant part of it is like, don't feel like you have to be on an island with coming up with content ideas use news sources, use Facebook, use groups, use yeah. other channels and, and let that kind of get the snowball rolling down the hill for your creativity. Yeah, and then, and then you come in kind of the last 10% with kind of your own spin, your own flair, your own uniqueness. And now it's completely set apart and different, but you didn't have to originate it from nothing. Right. Which, yeah. which is where I end up getting stuck a lot. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, I, I don't try to copy other people's videos or anything, but really the only thing that I would copy is just the topic of the video. Right. If somebody has a cool video, like, that is a cool topic. I'm going to do my version of that. So my video, 10 things to know before moving to Maryland. I, you know, if somebody wanted to do their own version of that, as long as they're not copying all my 10 of my things verbatim, if they wanted to come up with their 10 things that people should sure. know before Maryland or their pros and cons of living in Maryland, like yeah. everybody's got their own opinion and I'm okay with them copying that topic. Um, you know, I, I have no problem with that. And I, I have no problem kind of getting an idea for a topic from somebody else. I love it. So Malcolm, how to, if somebody wants to jump into one of your courses, which, which course we'll link it in the show notes like which course would be the best place for somebody to start and what, what can they expect to, to get from you in it? Yeah. So I've got some completely free training for everybody if they want to go sign up for it. Um, and it'll kind of talk to you a lot about how, what videos to make and how to get them to rank in YouTube search. And you can find that free training at youtubeleadgen.com. 
And if they're ready to kind of take the next step and jump in a lot deeper, I do have a paid course that goes much deeper into all the nuances of YouTube about titles and thumbnails and optimizing your videos for YouTube and a little bit about editing and what types of videos to make. And again, you can find that, that paid course and the free course at youtubeleadgen.com. Awesome. We'll have that in the show notes. And then Malcolm, if they just want to connect with you, is youtubeleadgen.com the best place or is there another place yeah. to, to go find you? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah, that's probably the best place or, or just go to that Facebook group. Uh, I'm in there all the time, real estate, YouTube mastermind. I post almost daily in there and you can comment on my videos or send me a message or something on Facebook. Very cool. And guys go, cause I was watching it Malcolm this morning, go to the, the survival channel, survival know-how mm -hmm. and everybody go buy the 15 things that you talked about <laughs> in, in your last video because down in Texas, we got snowed in for like a week. Yeah. And I was watching that video going, I don't think I have any of these in my house. It's crazy. Yeah, so. Texas, I, it's unbelievable what happened down there. And literally $100 worth of resources. If you would have bought $100 worth of supplies before that disaster hit, you guys would have been way, way better off. Um, and yeah, so my one of my last videos was 15 items the Red Cross wants you to keep in your home at all times. And it's just like a basic survival kit for disasters, just like that down in Texas. And you better bet I'm going to go buy these this week. <laughs> so the, when it happens next time, I'm ready. Good. good. It, it probably will happen again. So yeah. No doubt. Man, I, thank you so much for jumping on. I know uh, you, you lead a crazy life with uh, all the people you're helping and serving. And so appreciate you. You brought a ton of value today. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. I could talk about YouTube for hours, man. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about it. And uh, yeah, I just love, you know, making videos and growing my channel. Well, we'll, we'll do it again one of these days. All right. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back soon with another really cool guest with a lot of cool stories. Maybe not as cool as Malcolm's, but, but a little less cool. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.